Hello, my friends. How's everybody doing? As I'm recording this on a beautiful Saturday in North Carolina, things are starting to reopen in our area. Some therapists are not reopening their business yet. Some can't wait to. Everybody's feeling differently and everybody's experiencing different energy. And that's what I want to talk about today. When we look at every situation and emotion as pure creative potential and not in some vague way talking about energy, that's not what I'm talking about, you know, not in some like woo, like everything is just energy. (laughs) No, (laughs) I want to talk about something really useful for you in terms of your creativity and your productivity today. When we look at life as energy, as far as like if we're experiencing fear or if we're experiencing anger or uncertainty, if we look at that as a lump of clay, not assigning a positive or a negative to it, but just looking at like what a powerful energy source it is to have an emotion, it can kind of flip the switch and change our perspective on what we have to work with. Because if we're currently experiencing the collective fear or uncertainty, what I want to share with you is you have an opportunity in that to transmute that energy into something that you can work with, into something that you can use. That's what I've been doing with this feeling of uncertainty that is so prevalent right now. Not that things weren't uncertain before, but it really wasn't at the forefront of our experience like it is now. What I'm trying to do with that energy potential is take it and transmute it into creativity. And you can do that with any emotion, any frequency, vibration that you feel in your body. Like say you're feeling fear. You have the power and you absolutely have the ability to take that fear and say, I want to transmute that fear into fill in the blank. What do you want? Do you want more intuition? Do you want more compassion? It's yours. It's your energy to do with as you will. And that's what I'm really hoping that this time is used for. Like as we've had more time to kind of like observe ourselves and be more aware of the emotions that we do hold in our bodies. And we all have an emotional default setting, right? You individually have very unique emotions that your body is used to holding. Some of those can be really fun and they can be really exciting. And some of those can be a total drag and your body is in a habit of doing emotions in a certain way. And what people are finally waking up to in this beautiful reset time is the fact that your emotions are a power source. I mean, it's literally like an electrical plug-in that you can harness and you can use the energy of your emotions, even when they're the not so pleasant ones. Because from a vibrational perspective, there's no labeling. There's no assigning like, well, this is a good emotion and this is a bad emotion. So you have the opportunity to take all this uncertainty and channel that into creativity. 
Because what a better time when nobody really has any expectations on the future and there's no real way that things should be done right now because <laughs> we're, we're just kind of waiting and seeing and making it up as we go. And that is beautiful, really, when you think about if there's anything that you've wanted to do, well, what a great time to do it because there aren't any expectations. And what I've learned in the past year about doing new creative projects, like my book, I self-published published my first book and I started to podcast like in this past year. What that has taught me is when I mess up is usually like when I'm trying to do something in a way that I think that I should. That's when I'm not in alignment with my truth, with my soul, because I'm not supposed to do anything like anybody else has done it. And so when I fall into that mental trap of like, well, how should I be doing this? How, how should I self-publish my book? That's when I get off course with living my true design. And I also wanted to share with you guys, this is a great time to really look at your human design. You can go to Human Design America, Day Luna Podcast. There's all kinds of resources out there to show you. You can get a free chart that shows you what design you are out of the five there's five designs, different types of people. And it's no different than using the Enneagram or numerology or your favorite way of looking at astrology. All of that is just ways for you to understand what makes you tick, what lights you up, what are your strengths, what are your weaknesses, what a good time to get in touch with that. Because I can honestly tell you, I've been out of work. Well, I've been out of the office. Definitely have been seeing a lot of clients, but doing that remote. Um, I've been out of my office now for two months, just a little over two months. And as a manifesting generator, that is my type. I have never felt more like I'm living my design than I have in the last two months because manifesting generators need a lot of variety and they need to feel it in their body, what feels good for them to do at that moment. And I beforehand, you know, was really living a very planned out rigid structure. And I just see how much that was not working for me, for me to thrive. And I mean, since I'd been seeing like a full week of clients my whole life, you know, physically, like one physical session after the other, it's been really nice to have this opportunity to be more creative to work out when I feel like working out and eat when I feel like eating and not be in so much structure. So finding out how you work best and how you create best, that is just time well spent. And there's plenty of ways to do that. I'll put resources for human design in the show notes. So for me, with this whole energetic potential thing, looking at the uncertainty and looking at like, what do I want to do with that? It's really freed me up to not put expectations on myself about what I'm creating because I really don't know yet. I really don't know what do I primarily want to do as far as the podcast goes. I'm doing some research on do people like interviews more than me telling stories or do they like tutorials and how-tos when I do those? I can tell you that what I've found the last two months is 
I like getting on here and just talking. <laughs> it's so easy for me. And that now that I've got my home office set up, I can come in and I can talk on a certain subject. And it's just like you and me spending time together, um, really expressive and creatively fulfilling for me to share in this way, to like share and teach, like say I'm going to do a tutorial on here's how you work with your spirit animal or here's how you can create an altar, you know, doing different, different episodes like that. But I decided this year I was going to do two different podcasts and just see what do people like better? Do they like it better when I talk about spiritual topics and self-growth or do they like it better when I talk about healing modalities and professional life, professional self-care, more like coaching for therapists. I really don't know what's going to be well received until I try. And that's why I have not had any pressure or expectation on myself with either of these podcasts. I'm just like, I'm going to do both for a year inside the healing room and scared to sacred. I'm going to do both of them and I'm going to see what do people like? What do people like the best? So that's what I'm working with right now is just um, giving myself room. And I hope that you do that too. Give yourself some room right now and take advantage of the fact that we don't have to know. We don't have to know how it's all going to turn out. That's the beauty of creativity. And you can really transmute that uncertainty into a creative force that you can enjoy because more than anything, it should be about your enjoyment. So... That was one thing I wanted to go over with you guys, like my uncertainty about doing two shows. I decided, hey, I've got more time on my hands than ever. So if I ever wanted to do a little experiment and see which show, you know, like which, what do people like? What are they into? Maybe it's both. And another really important question at this point for me is what do I enjoy the most? What made me think about this episode that I'm doing here is this morning I was doing a lot of recording of intros for interviews I've done. Because what I've done is I've really maximized on people being available more and I've done a lot of interviews with people that I find fascinating. And I love the moment of doing the interview. I love sharing that sacred space and learning from people that I find intriguing and just really being in that moment and for all of time, you know, hoping to put something out there that people can benefit from in the way that this person has inspired me, you know, what, whatever has made me interested in this person that makes me want to interview them. But then what really is just a drag and a bummer to me is doing the intros <laughs> because I all of a sudden get this pressure to make it really perfect for this other person. I want to do them so right. And I want it to be so great. And I, I'm able to recognize that in myself, that my over analytical Virgo rising kind of like too much attention to detail starts to kick in. And I'll kind of put it off like for weeks, you know, doing the intro because I get that perfectionism going in my head. And then I have to get out of that and be like, well, wait a minute when I'm doing an episode by myself and I'm just talking to you guys like I'm so free flow creative so I have to work to 
get myself back in that more feminine energy of just like being playful with it and also coming from my heart, not my head. So finally this morning, I just had a lot of these beautiful people lined up to do back-to-back intro recordings and just get in my heart and love them and just shine a light on them. And that put me in a more playful mood about it and less like, uh, cause like, don't get me wrong. Like I said, I wouldn't have ever done the interviews cause I don't have to do the podcast. I'm totally just doing this because I want to. So I did the interviews because I wanted to, and I just had to flip the switch, change that energy, change that perspective on the intro, like reading their bio and, oh my gosh, did I get it all right? And did I say it in a way that they're going to like it? And you know, like all that kind of like mental head stuff that just doesn't do any good. And I think that's the stuff that delays us from putting our creative projects and, and sharing our gifts to the world. So that's my advice for you today. Like how can you take some energy that you're currently holding and transmute it and shape shift it? That's what I want you guys to really think about. Um, what energy are you currently holding that you can shape shift? And like I said, if you're feeling that fear, if you're feeling that collective energy when you go like say into a grocery store right now, instead of letting that wreck havoc on you, that other people are afraid and you're empathic to that, why not be aware and be present with that energy, feel it in your body and then tell that energy what you want it to be. Tell that energy what you want it to do. I'll never forget Raymond Gray saying that to me about energy being like a lump of clay. It's just pure potential. We're the ones that assign value to joy or excitement or fear or anger. We're the ones that say those are good or bad. Those are just ways of holding and expressing vibration, frequency. So keep that in mind. You have the ability to shapeshift. You have the ability to take that massive amount of power that you're holding as whatever, whether it's frustration. Um, if it's frustration, what would you like to turn that into? One thing that has become clear to me as I've been teaching the Zoom classes, because I've been doing energy healing, um, self-awareness kind of classes on Zoom, and a lot of people have been saying to me, oh my gosh, I didn't realize that I could tell my energy what to do and it would do it. It's yours. It's yours and you have complete control over it. So energetic mastery and self-healing comes when you realize and become aware of what energy you're holding in your body. Because I guarantee you, you've got some frequencies that are very normal for you. And like I said, we could assign those judgments like it could be a good one. It could be compassion or brother, brotherly love. Like say that one comes really easy to you. Okay. Or it could be nervousness or anxiety. That might be one of your default setting patterns. And we don't all hold the same emotional frequencies. So when you start looking at it in a more neutral way of, oh, that's just energy that I could be using in a more effective way, but I have to tell it what to do. 
no one else is going to tell my energetic field how to operate best for me. So the first step is I got to be aware of it. (laughs) And that's what I wanted to say, like, especially with this great awakening, global reset with all these big feelings about all that swirling around, there's no wrong way to feel about it. There's just a way to be more effective with the emotions that you happen to hold. And another beautiful thing about human design that I wanted to mention in here too is if you look at your particular design, there's a certain way that you very uniquely are going to respond to any given situation. And what I would love is to see more people be aware of the fact that, okay, well, there's five different designs. There's like how many different nine Enneagram, you know, different number. Look at Myers-Briggs, you know, look at all the different formations of energy that you might be in your own unique recipe. No one else is going to respond to any given situation like you are. And what I see being a big comparison trap on social media is if you get on there and you see someone really passionately feeling a certain way about political, you know, political things or economy, there is nothing wrong with the fact that they feel that way. There's nothing wrong. That is them responding to the energy based on their design. You may have a completely different mode of operation and there's nothing wrong with you either. If we could learn that, that we're not all meant to respond energetically the same way. And so it's okay. If certain people are shouting from the rooftops and they're rebelling and they're speaking out and they're researching and you're just quietly tending to your garden and loving your people and taking care of your family, Both are okay ways to respond because that's what makes the world beautiful and amazing. And if we can just see past the differences, if we can see that the differences are on purpose so that we can all accomplish different things and serve and teach and heal, ultimately heal in different ways. Compassion within the differences. And also compassion for ourselves as we figure ourselves out. (laughs) And I gave myself a lot of room. Like I was telling you guys back to my creative process and my journey with all of this. I gave myself a lot of room to just make mistakes with my first book. My first book process, all of it from the writing of it to the layout to upload on Amazon, to promotion. That was my learning experience. I didn't have any set way to do it. I didn't know how to do it. And I had a choice to just stay with what I'm really good at, stay in my healing room, keep doing what I'm great at doing because I've done it so long, or really suck at something that I've never done so that I can get good at something new. And this would be a great time to suck at something new. So think about that. Like, what has your heart been longing to try? What better time than global change and uncertainty for you to step out and just do something new? So that's what I wanted to share with you guys today. And I just decided to come on here after I had 
shifted and transformed my own attitudes about doing those podcast interviews, <laughs> the intros, not, not the interview, <laughs> but the intros. Like, I don't know why those had felt so heavy to me because they were people that I love and people that I want to share with the world. <laughs> oh man, it's so crazy. Like, it makes me think of my grandpa. I can hear his voice saying, don't let perfection get in the way of a good job. And man, my Virgo rising will pop up and geek out and I'll overanalyze something to death and not do it. And then I won't share that creative thing. I mean, that's just a definite challenge that I'm continually working on. But even by getting on here and you know what? I may not even add all the intro, outro stuff to this little message I'm sharing with you. I don't even know which podcast I might share this on. I might share it on both because I want to be able to do things the way that I feel like doing them. A few areas that I made mistakes in over the last year that I can tell you quite honestly is anytime I looked at a certain set formula of like a way I should be presenting my email newsletter or doing my show notes. Anytime I stepped out of creativity and empowerment and figuring out how I want to share my information, anytime I forgot that and I got into an energy of vulnerability, that's when I made costly mistakes. That's when I learned the hard way. When I would be holding the energy of vulnerability like looking around me and being like, uh, well, how do you do it? I mean, how am I, how am I supposed to do it? The minute I would shift into that space is when I would get tripped up and have to learn by making mistakes. So now with any creative endeavor I'm venturing into, I want to stay empowered and remind myself that I'm not supposed to do it the way that anybody else did it. Just like right now, it's feeling to me like I'm not putting a little fancy intro outro music on this. I don't, I don't feel like doing that today. And in doing so, I'm staying in that feminine energy. I'm staying creative that I really just want to say something to you guys and not take a long time. And so it might be like, oh, well, you're not consistent. Well, I think... I'd rather be present and intuitive than consistent. And I know that that's a, that's a very delicate balance, what I'm talking about, because it's easy to, it's easy to tell yourself you're, you're being intuitive when you're really being a procrastinator. I mean, I definitely fall into that too. And I'd love to know how that is for you. I'd love for you to reach out to me and tell me in that balance of, sharing your content, sharing your creative gifts intuitively and when it feels right, how do you balance that out with procrastinating and putting it off because you're letting perfection get in the way of a really great offering? This is something that I think I'll be working with continuously. And I don't think, I think that's kind of like balancing energy in our bodies. I don't think we're ever going to be like, oh, I'm just completely balanced. <laughs> my heart line is completely straight and all my meridians are flowing equally. Right to left side of my body is balanced. The upper part of my body is completely flowing with the, you know, okay, maybe, maybe we'll get there. 
But it seems to me it's more of always a continual ebb and flow and work in progress. And that excites me because I don't have to have it all figured out to offer and share and help. And you don't either. So I want to leave you with that. Um, What energy have you been holding the most? What vibrational frequency is your default setting comfort zone? And how do you want to shape shift that? Or are you completely happy with it? Have you been just totally embodied and feeling good over this whole global reset shutdown? Or have you been carrying a lot of frequencies and a lot of emotions that maybe might be more useful for you if you do a little transmuting, if you do a little shape shifting? You do not have to have anyone else do that for you. You have complete power to say how you want it to be different and your energy field will respond to you. So if you like this kind of support, like I said, let me know. Let me know which podcast you're more into. I think I'm going to share this little message on Scared to Sacred my podcast for spiritual encouragement and um, a constant energy work. That's the sacred space that I share with Scared to Sacred. It's like the constant transmuting of the things that scare us to things that we can use, just like I'm talking about right here. And I think I will share it on Inside the Healing Room as well because... That's my space that I've been introducing healing techniques, self-care tutorials, um, more it's, that's more of like a how to space. And so I would love to hear what do you like? What do you want? If I get to the end of this year and I decide I'm going to consolidate and only do one podcast, which one is more what you're wanting or what is helping you with your life? Or is it both? Maybe I'll just continue both after I get to the end of the year and I assess like, all right, what's working? What's not working? What lights me up? What do I really enjoy putting out there for you? And I encourage you to do the same kind of assessment right now. What's working in your life? What's working in your business? What are you ready to let go of? What do you want some more of? I don't think there's a better time for us to be asking those kind of questions and paying attention to what full-bodied yes and no answers we get from our energy field and from our physical bodies. If you are loving the shows and if you want more, I have a Patreon page, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash Evangeline Hemrick. I have guided meditations, downloadable ebooks. I have lots of gifts for you if you love to learn and you're into self healing and awareness and empowerment. I try to do um, offerings with my guests that I bring on so that you can learn more about them and you can have special exclusive offers. So check out my Patreon page, and if you can be a supporter of the podcast, I am so grateful, or if you could leave a review anywhere that you enjoy listening to the show, 
like Apple Podcasts, somewhere like that. I am so thankful for all of you out there supporting this work. And I support you and the creative gifts and your healing abilities that you're bringing out to the world. Let me know how I can lift you up and support you in doing that. Thank you for listening. I love you guys so much. And I'll give you a little like, <laughs> there, there's a little fancy music for you here at the end. And definitely come see me and connect with me at my website, evangelinehemrick.com.